hope you enjoyed your quartering. Ah, doesn't matter anyway. I hope you come back next week for our special on half-priced Iron Maidens. No, no, Grim, no, no, not the band Iron Maiden. Oh, no, you silly fool. Boo, doggy socks. Bitch, I'll cut your head off. Oh, I've got to watch that tempo. Welcome, creeps and ghouls, to the new episode of Dungeon Master's Tales of Terror. We have two more tales for you this week, as always. If you haven't gotten that by now, you can just... Ah, I don't know what that was. I'm angry. Anyway, up first, we have a tale called Every Child's Fear by Samuel Wagstaff. That's a weird name. Anyway, enjoy. You remember the feeling, don't you? The feeling that you're being watched? That if you make the slightest movement, you're dead. Everybody had that fear as a child. You wake up in the night, can't get back to sleep, shuffling back and forth from one uncomfortable position to the next, hoping to find a way to sudden slumber. You give up. There's no way you're going back to sleep anytime soon. So you simply turn to your side and stare out the window. The road. The lights. The trees. All seems so strange under the cover of night. You try to keep your mind quiet of any distractions, remembering that you still need to sleep. And that's when the feeling hits you. The feeling swarms over you like an ice-cold blanket that has been spread across your back. You remember that it is night, and that night is when fear likes to hunt. You feel as if you are being watched from behind you. You can't see it, but its eyes are trained on you. You want to move, but you can't. If you do, something bad, N no, something horribly wrong is going to happen to you. The only thing you can do is remain still and quiet, and then it won't notice you. As you lie on your bed, frozen in fear, you begin to think about your bed sheets. If only you could quickly grab your bed sheets and throw them over yourself to hide your body from whatever evil monstrosity stands behind you. It could be done, perhaps. If you're fast and precise, you could succeed. You decide to think no longer. You flip yourself up and grab your bed sheets with both hands. Without looking around the room, you swipe back down, covering yourself with a thick blanket. Safety. It is then that your mind comes back to you and you remind yourself that there is nothing there. Darkness clouds the mind and causes it to hallucinate, with the only limitations being your imagination. You slowly poke your head out of the sheets and scan your eyes around the room. Nothing. You place your head back on the pillow and slowly drift off to sleep. This is every child's fear, and parents always tell their children to go back to sleep and it is good for them to work through their fears. They are wrong. Because what they don't know is that when the children hide under their bedsheets, the real fear is not what is standing over them, but is what is staring at them from under the covers. I always feel like somebody's watching me. 
2011, I drove a cross-country trip by myself. There's a lot of beautiful places in this country. For most of it, I enjoyed driving through and looking at all the landmarks and mountains and general beauty that nature has given to us. My favorite state to drive through has got to be Nevada. It's empty, so at night you can't see anything but the road in front of you, which can be scary. But if you get a chance to pull off the side of the road and just look around, let your eyes adjust, it's an incredible sight. The stars, the mountains, unparalleled beauty. Drive through Nevada and the sun comes up? Forget it. You'll want to stay forever. Adversely, my least favorite state to drive through was Iowa. Most people know Iowa for its whole lot of nothing but animals, farms, and, well, drugs, because there's nothing else to do there. You would think it's pretty tame. That's at least what I used to think, too. I was making my way down I-80, maybe an hour outside of Des Moines, uh, past a whole bunch of cornfields and nothing, when highway construction got me all turned around. No biggie. It's the age of GPS, right? I just kept driving the road I was on until my phone could reroute. The thing about Iowa is, apparently, there's no cell reception like there are on the coasts. Meaning the GPS on my phone couldn't reroute. After about 20 minutes driving by compass, trying to find a cell signal or a sign of life, I found a gas station. I pulled in and walked around to see if there was an attendant that could point me back to the highway. Unfortunately, it seems the only inhabitants of Iowa are all goats, because that's all I saw around the gas station. Plus, the place looked like it had been shut down since the 1950s. As I was about to make my way back to the car, I saw a woman walking in the cornfield across the road. I hurried after her, trying to call her attention, but she didn't seem to hear me at all. I only went about 10 feet into the cornfield before I decided to turn back around because I'm sure I was trespassing. I started to walk back out the direction I came when I noticed I had walked much farther trying to get out than to get in. I couldn't have gotten lost. I only walked a few feet in a straight line and, and turned the opposite direction to leave. I, I just couldn't find my way out. I spent 10 minutes wandering in the cornfield and yelling for help without another sound. Aside from me, that was. I started to panic and, and started running in one direction as fast as I could until I ran out of breath. When I stopped, I thought I heard a single footstep then silence. Probably just an echo of my footsteps or something. I yelled hello and, and noticed the absence of an echo. My heart started racing as I realized I may not be alone. And whoever was in here with me didn't want me to know they were here too. I started walking as quietly as possible away from where I heard the footstep, 
without breaking eye contact from where I thought I heard it. I picked up the pace a little. Now, I don't know if they were toying with me or what, but I started hearing whoever, whatever it was, walking away from me too. I breathed easy a little and started feeling relieved, but still kept moving away without breaking eye contact from the spot in which I heard the sound. Even though I felt relief, I was stuck in the cornfield with no way to tell which way was out. I kept walking until I thought I saw a clearing up ahead and started running. As I started running, I heard two sets of other footsteps running on my left and my right. I sped up towards the clearing to try and make it out before anything would happen, but when I sped up, so did they. And then two sets of footsteps turned into four. I finally made it out to the clearing but stopped dead in my tracks when I realized it was just a clearing in the middle of the field with three scarecrows, one empty pole where it looked like another had once been. I noticed two of the poles were painted a strange dark brown with the third looking freshly painted and the fourth empty one looked like it was beat up and the paint chipped. After a moment, my stomach turned. The freshly painted pole wasn't paint at all. It, it was blood. The dark brown paint was dried blood. These were people. Mutilated and stuck onto these poles in this godforsaken field. I heard some rustling behind me and I didn't stick around to see what it was. I darted back into the cornfield and ran as fast as I possibly could, as now eight sets of feet ran beside me. I, I kept running until I felt like I was going to pass out when I, I, I heard a gunshot. And I got distracted, and when I looked to see where it came from, I lost my footing, tripped, and I hit my head. The next thing I remember, I was... I was propped up against my car as the sun was coming up. I took my phone out of my pocket and I saw I had reception. So I got in the car and, and hit the pavement. As, and as I drove out of sight, I, I looked in the cornfield my rear view and I saw four scarecrows sitting in the field that weren't there the night before. I, I don't know what those things were that chased me through the field or if they were trying to make me into one of those scarecrows or save me from something else but I do know one thing I will never drive through Iowa alone again I just wonder where the fourth scarecrow came from you know sometimes when we used to insult people back in the day we would tell them to run backwards through a cornfield naked luckily he wasn't naked Anyway, I hope you enjoyed this week's show. We enjoyed making it for you. So please, come back. Two weeks for another tale of terror or two. If you want to know more about the show, please visit us at rockenstein.com podbean.com or you can visit us on Instagram at Rockensteincast. 
I hope your night is spooky. Normally, this is the part where after the after the song rolls, I do something that's like parodying, you know, it's the live, like from the original show, but I'm not doing it this week. <laughs>